Welcome back to the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, my guest is Coach Brent Jones. Jones is a product of our internship program, and I recently hired him back on at UK as a full-time assistant strength and conditioning coach. The purpose of this episode is to introduce you all to Brent Jones. He has done a great job for us thus far, and I'm extremely proud that he is back at UK. I hope you enjoy our conversation. All right, can you still hear me? I can, yeah. Okay, awesome. So like I told you, overall purpose of this episode is to introduce you as the newest full-time strength coach to the University of Kentucky. Um, we'll take some time, see where the questions that I sent you, where, where we land. We might go off uh, a little bit, but we got a list of five to six questions that I want to lay out. Like I said, the main purpose is to introduce you to the millions and millions of one, two Kentucky Blue uh, podcast listeners. And then um, just making sure that, you know, as you're getting established at Kentucky, people know who you are. And uh, we'll kind of start there. Just biggest thing I wanted to highlight as well is you got hired on your first day with us as a full-time strength coach was January 31st of 2022. You were a part of our first ever and hopefully the only class of summer interns that we had uh, do a virtual internship with us. And that was obviously because of the pandemic. Uh, then you were able to, we retained you as a paid coaching assistant. First day actually on campus was sometime in August. You were with us from about August until May. And then you were able to land an assistant strength coach position at Virginia Tech. Let's start there. Why don't you tell me a little bit about um, your role at Virginia Tech? Yeah, so my role at Virginia Tech, um, when I showed up there, um, they needed someone to fill a spot that was about a year long, and I was in a, in a position where I was trying to get that full, first full-time experience and kind of hung and missed a few opportunities, so that worked out pretty good where I could uh, step into that. I was a little more experienced than probably most of like the GA or candidates they would get, but not enough for that you know, full-time gig. So I went in there and there was like a coaching change immediately. Um, like the director kind of switched and then the, the assistant director came in. So I kind of had my chance to, you know, prove myself to someone new. So I think it was a little shaken up on their end as well. So how it ended up working is I was um, in charge of men's cheer, women's tennis, and then I helped out kind of all over the place. I was the first assistant with men's soccer, um, volleyball, wrestling, and baseball, and then just helped out I'm all over. Um, they didn't have quite as many um, hands-on staff as we do here for Olympic. It was just the four full-time coaches um, in that assistant role, and then a GA. So I had to step in a lot of places. Can you, let's talk through, so you were with us as a coaching assistant uh, for an academic year, so August through uh, early May. How did your time at Kentucky as a coaching assistant prepare you for your role at Virginia Tech? Yeah, um, I think when I first got here to Kentucky, I mean, um, I had, I'd really only been one place. I'd been 
in the college realm. And that was central Michigan, like where I did my undergrad and masters and I'd broken in a little bit late. So I, I was pretty raw when I got here. And so I think Kentucky gave me my first, like, I am only focused on strength conditioning in the collegiate setting, like whatever that takes, you know, I got to learn all of those very base level. This is what a day looks like. This is the expectation. Um, and I think that first semester versus that second semester was a big change. I was a little all over the place the first semester of just how do I fit in? What, what are my, what am I doing well? What am I not doing well? There was really no self-awareness on my part when I first got here. Whereas I, I think I developed that throughout my time at Kentucky to where when I went to Virginia Tech, still very raw and still probably, you know, we all are in certain ways wherever we're at, but I had enough awareness where I was like, I need to get better in these areas. So I could hit them head on or, hey, this is a strength of mine. This is what I can really hit on at Virginia Tech. So I was able to kind of bring them more um, while also, you know, working on some of my areas of growth. I think that's pretty typical. Whenever we get a young strength coach on staff here, that first semester is always, it's, you're going to have some hiccups, but by the time you get yourself established, uh, you get a breather at winter break, you're able to um, relax a little bit, discipline, motivation, whatever it is, kicks back in once the spring semester starts, and then everybody's a rock star during that, uh, that spring semester, their second semester with us. Uh, so on the flip side of the question I just asked you, there's probably a lot of things that you learned at Virginia Tech. What are some things that you learned at VT that you're excited to bring to Kentucky? Yeah, um, I think probably the biggest things I learned at VT are more intangible. Like I, I had some good you know, experience. I was there for six, seven months. So um, I had some good opportunities. I got to see, you know, polar GPS and some different things like that, but it's probably more like the, the intangibles of the platform Virginia Tech gave me um, was I finally got to have oversight of teams, complete oversight, where I was the one making the decisions. I was the one messing things up on a daily basis and having to fix them and um, didn't have quite the person over your shoulder the whole time. Um, so I think that like the platform it gave me allowed me to grow in those six or seven months, probably more so than I've been able to do at any other experience, just because I had more responsibility. Um, outside of that, I think it's just the day to day, like sticking with the intangible idea. It's, it's, it's a little less, or I got to see four different coaches, you know, four different full-time coaches that. I worked with each one of them. I wasn't just with one or two, I worked with all of them. So I got to see how they did it um, and kind of you know, fit to their style and see a lot of different ways of doing things. And so my opinions changed a lot going there where I was like, you know, you have a lot of definite opinions. I feel like when you're really young, where you're like, this is the way to do it. You learn from someone, you buy into them and that's not a bad thing. And then everything you see that's done differently, you're like, well, you can't do it that way. Like I, and I went there and I saw it done a different way, just simple things, nothing crazy. And you're just like, oh, like this works too. Um, so you, the perspective I would say is the biggest thing I'll bring back with me. That's awesome. So let's, uh, you're at Kentucky. Hey, you know, we're, I'm still trying to build our complete staff, not knowing where everybody's going to fit in as of right now in terms of team assignments, but I'm, you know, very, 
very confident that men's soccer and swim are going to be uh, two of the teams that you work with. What, what excites you about coming back to Kentucky? Um, I think there's probably two parts that are the biggest thing that excite me there. One is obviously like, is the people. Um, I know like in a very close environment, just with strength staff, I've obviously worked with a lot of you guys before. So I know one, you care about my development as a coach, as a human being, as a, you know, personal professional, everything. Um, and just everything I've been around, I know some of the athletes, I know it's a great environment just within UK athletics and the university as a whole. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and two, I think is the opportunity. So on the flip side, I've been fighting for this role, like I said, even prior to going to Virginia Tech, where it's like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. Um, I, I, I want this full-time role. I want to be the one um, to be able to, you know, take the reins on a team. And so this is a this is a big opportunity for me, and I see it as that. Where I'm excited to be able to kind of give back to the place that helped me kind of come along um, and, and make the decisions for myself. Once again, grow, make some mistakes, but you know whatever that entails, just the opportunity. Love it. I love it that you're going to have the perspective of somebody that has some way, shape or form went through our summer internship, even though it was virtual, you were hired on as a coaching assistant and now a full-time assistant that you're going to, when we do bring young strength coaches on, you're going to have the perspective to say like, Hey, I made those same mistakes or, Hey, this is something I learned as, as I was struggling through my first fall semester at UK as a CA, as a coaching assistant, these are the adjustments I, I've made. So I am excited for you to be on staff and be able to contribute to our staff in that way in being a mentor to our younger strength coaches. But I'll, I'll jump to the next question. It's kind of in that same ballpark that you know this, and it's something we try to express to our even our summer interns, that we bring people onto our staff that are going to make us better as a whole. How do you see yourself adding value to our Kentucky strength staff? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing that is, is valuable, a big strength of mine is, is just relationships. Like I know anywhere I've been, like I'm a, I'm a people person. I like people. So whether it's with um, the people I sit with every day, whether it's with student athletes, whether it's with incoming interns, like I like those relationships. I like to form those and that helps everybody. Like I, I will be that person that will go and um, have that talk just continuously every, every single day, just kind of form relationships. And I've seen recently, I've kind of finally seen how big of a deal that is. Um, and, and that's been helpful for me to kind of, once again, go back to that self-awareness piece and see how that's beneficial. Um, I think another piece is, you know, I'm not bringing with me, you know, in, in a lot of ways, I'm very unexperienced still. So I'm not bringing with me, hey, I am like, I got four, you know, if I'm working with men's soccer, I don't have five years of experience with Catapult. I'm, I can't be that person. But I do know I am very willing to kind of jump in wherever needed. And another thing I think anyone that knows me would say about me is it, once I'm handed something like I'll grow, like you, I will be better with it a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, I will, whatever area I'm in, like you will see a different, better version, whatever that means. Um, so I, I have no problem kind of being that guy that will take, take the job or take whatever that thing is that maybe someone's not jumping on. 
And I think that's exactly what you've done since you've been here for two or three weeks now is we've equipped and launched quite a few people in our program recently. So whether that's Orizaba getting the job at Southwestern, Grass getting the job with the Red Sox, Guyman getting the job at Arkansas, it's all been great. But I think the one thing you have added value to our staff is since you got on campus in late January, and now we're mid-February now, you've been able to, without me having to direct you too much, you've added value to us by just jumping in and whether it's assisting with a group, assisting with baseball, taking the lead role with men's soccer, uh, making sure that women's soccer is taken care of until um, I can get the person in here that's going to be the strength coach for that group. So in the short term, just you've done such a great job of that. So I, I appreciate you saying that, you know, one thing you're going to add to us, even moving forward as we you get past these first month or first semester as a full-time strength coach, you being able to jump in wherever needed is definitely going to add value to our staff. Next thing I wanted to hit on, um, this isn't really something I prepped you for, but I was just jotting down notes as you were talking. Let's talk about Virginia Tech strength and conditioning versus UK strength and conditioning. What are some of the similarities? And then on the flip side of that, what are some things that um, are, are different? Yeah, um, similarities wise, <clears throat> I think as much as you want to act like things are done very differently, it's it's still pretty small fields. Like I've been, I've been to three places now and it's like in a lot of ways things are different because every, every person is different. So like maybe the culture of things and just the day to day, like how people interact is different because you just have different members, but we're all doing very similar things. You know, the way we train our athletes and things like that, it, the principles and all that stuff stay the same. I'll say what's different about Virginia tech is one, like, like I said, there was some change when I got there. So I think on, that's probably a little more normal in the field. Whereas here, yourself and, and Coach D, you've both been here for like 10 plus years. So you kind of have a system and you're like, this is what's worked for us. This is what's not worked for us. And you're constantly saying that. Whereas if you just up and left and you went to a new school and it was all different staff, like it'd be a whole different set of, um, it'd be a whole different feel, what you'd have to do in that first year. So I think I got to see Virginia Tech while that was happening and that's probably some good perspective for me in, in the sense of, like I said, that's where a lot of places kind of are at. It's usually not you're there for 15 years. Um, but differences wise, that's, that's one of the big ones. And then, like I said, the four different coaches I got to work with, um, a lot of the people here have come up through the ranks and it's a very good system. And so there's some similarities, whereas Virginia Tech you know, someone had just showed up. Um, there was someone that was only there for a year or two and they, they were new outside of it. So it was really for every time I worked with it, one of those full-time coaches, they ran things a lot different. Um, and it's just little basics, you know, basic things. Once again, the principles, all that stuff's the same, but those little nuances, like I got to pick up on a lot and see, okay, this person does it this way. They're still getting the same job done, but take a breath. It's okay. If it's not done this exact way you know, just get the job done and, and move forward. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like it. Let's get a little personal now. You're originally from Michigan. On the mitt, where are you from? Is it here? No, like- Is that how you do it, like that? 
Yeah, well, you got to, you, if you take your left hand and face, yeah. your, that's where you'll be. That's where you'll be looking. I'm on the bottom part of the thumb, just in, in like a centimeter, basically. Dude, yeah. Metro, I'm 15 minutes north of Detroit. Okay, okay. Did you grow up a Michigan fan? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, Tigers fan? T- big Tigers fan, big Michigan fan, um, all those sports, sadly, the Lions. I was, I've, I'm a massive Michigan fan still. My dad sat me down when I was little. I remember my mom and my sister went somewhere else, and it was a Michigan-Ohio State game, and he got, like, food, whatever, and he sat me down, and he was like, you don't know this yet, but, like, you, you don't like that team. And he was talking about State. So, like, that was my Michigan roots right there. That sounds about the same conversations I have with my boys about uh, Louisville, where my boys see a Cardinal and doesn't matter if it's St. Louis Cardinal baseball, or if it's, you know, we live in Scott County, Kentucky, and the mascot of one of the high schools is a Cardinal. They see it and automatically without asking, they boo. They just go, boo. That's great. Love yep. to hear that. Yep. And they know that I do not wear the color red. Um, that it's even got to the point where they have asked me like, Hey, daddy, is it okay if I wear this red sweatshirt? I'm like, guys, it's okay. If you wear red, let's just, <laughs> let's just not wear anything with a cardinal on it. It's good. You're uh, checking. It's good. You're checking. Yeah. So talk to me, talk through home Depot hot dogs. What the heck is that? <laughs> home Depot. hot dogs. I was here last year and I said that to someone, I don't know if we were at training table or something and I brought it, it's called a depot dog. Like I didn't know this wasn't a normal thing, but they're like, what are you talking? Like, why would Home Depot sell hot dogs? And I'm like, I realize this is apparently, I don't know, Midwest or something thing. Anyone listening that knows what I'm talking about is immediately going to be like, yeah, what's, what's the problem? And then anyone else is going to hear it and go, what in the world is wrong with this guy? But Home Depot sells hot dogs. Like it's like getting a hot dog at a baseball game. Like it's just very normal. Like you go with your dad when you're like eight years old to Home Depot and you get to get a hot dog. Like, it's called a depot dog, but I don't know. I got, I got a bunch of backlash for that last year. And now all of a sudden I'm known as the hot dog person. I never intended that, but here we, here we are. When I edit this podcast and I always put out like a 15 seconds, uh, you know, trailer of what the episode is about and the conversation I have with the person I'm interviewing, it's going to be, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to clip out the the depot dog is that what you called them depot dog yeah depot dog and they're good hot dogs are like costco hot dogs are they like good or are they they're, no, they're great they're great that's the point they're, they're they're amazing there's a stand like you know when you walk into home depot and it's like the little first door there's always a stand it's like a big metal stand all right well we're gonna cut it off there on depot dogs but jones <laughs> so happy that you're on staff uh, very proud of your development from the time that you were a virtual intern with us to where you are now as a full-time assistant. Um, if you got any questions for Coach Jones, what's your what's your Instagram handle, Jones? What is my Instagram? It's B underscore R-E-N-T underscore Jones. No numbers, no nothing, no nothing. special characters. Just the just the underscores. Well, you can follow Coach Jones on Instagram. If you have any questions for us, never hesitate to reach out to us via email. Our staff email address is ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks for joining us, Jones. Go Cats. Yes, sir.